0: Everybody, welcome back to another edition of The Move Plus. We are doing a special episode dissecting Mark Cavendish's announcement that he's coming back for the 2024 season to try to finally. Break Eddie Merckx's all-time Tour de France stage one record to get from 34 to 35 stage wins. We'll pick Johan's brain on if that's a good idea or not. And we'll also get, we'll check in on, on the merger news between Jumbo Visma and quick Quickstep, try to figure out what exactly is going on there, parse through some comments that have been made and see if Johan has any inside information on that. But first, Johan, what what do you think about this uh, announcement from Mark Cavendish that he's coming back? Is this a good idea, bad idea for both him and the Astana team?
1: Yeah, well, I think, I mean, for me, it was not a surprise. I, I could see it coming. I mean, I, I kind of heard through the grapevine that he was definitely, uh, you know, going, going to ride another year. Um, from what Cavendish said today in his uh, announcement, uh, or I mean, I don't know if he said in his announcement or, or in an interview, but apparently, so the moment he crashed in the Tour de France, he was offered by Vinukurov, uh who's the manager of Astana, uh, said, okay, let, let's come back next year. Uh, you know, I think he, he he slept on it. Mark said that he discussed it with his family and it's basically his kids who said, hey, dad, keep going, you know, uh, you don't have to ask us the question. It's for us, it's, it's yes. <laughs> so that's nice. Um, and I think uh, that really, you know, although he does, he keeps saying that, you know, the records are not important, but isn't he wants to break that record otherwise he's not doing another season uh and uh and i think after after this year's tour i mean he he uh, he won the last stage in the in the giro and then he was very close to winning um that stage before the, the day before he crashed uh and so he wants to win 30, 35 stages in the tour um and personally i think the really astana must have pushed very very hard because if you look at, you know, the last few years, Astana has been. I'm not going to use the word, but you know, they've been really bad. They've, they've been really bad. Bad. Re- really bad. Very bad. Very you bad. Know, if, if you look, if you look at the, the rankings right now, I have it here. You know, uh, the UCI rankings. They are team number 21. Um, in front of them is there, there are a bunch of other teams that are non World Tour teams, and they're not even close to uh, 16th place, 16th, 17th place, which is where they have to get in two years to keep to stay in the World Tour. So, um, you know, if you see, you know, X Arkea, AG2R, uh, Israel Premier Tech, um, Lotto, Lotto uh, Destiny, you know, th- those are all teams that are not in the World Tour, and they're in front of them. So um, I personally think that Vinokurov with his team really wants to bank on or gamble on that, you know, one performance, Mark Cavendish breaks the record of Eddie Merckx in the Tour de France. And then basically say, hey, I mean, and, and, and in, in Kazakhstan, Vinokurov could definitely spin this story saying, hey, we made history, you know, we made history. And so I, I think they've been pushing him uh, probably a better contract. And also what we see now lately is that Astana is um, trying to reinforce themselves to have a better sprint team around Cavendish. They last year, they, they, they took six with Cavendish. Now they just announced that they're signing Mikkel Morkov from, um, from Quick Quickstep. And so uh, I kind of think that they're waiting to see what's going to happen with you know all those stories we can we, where we can talk about it later but you know there's going to be riders on the market unexpectedly so late in the season and if you look at Astana you know they've only signed 18 riders for now so they're definitely waiting and I think that you know if now that Cavendish has announced his uh, his return to to competition uh, I'm something tells me that they're going to sign, you know, two or three other riders to be around Cavendish and try to get that, you know, number, number 35 in next year's Tour de France.
0: Yeah. I mean, from a glance, I I kind of don't like it for either party. Just here, if you just ran up on the street and told me this, I'd say, I don't know, like two 30 year old, nine year old men and Morkov and Cavendish. <laughs> and we're going to roll this back again and try and like bank the team's success on this. I don't think that sounds like a good idea. But if you really go through like, what are their options here, they don't have a lot of other that's good the options. Thing. This that's starts the things, to look more right. attractive. Yeah. And Let's look at Cavendish's last, like his last five bunch sprints in Grand Tour. So Giro d'Italia, eighth place, third place, first place, and then at the Tour, sixth place, fifth place, second place, and then he crashes and breaks his collarbone. That, that's pretty good. You know, that's not, Ter- those are not terrible results. Those show he can win a stage of the Tour de France if it happens. That makes Astana season. And as you say, at this pace, they're not going to get their license renewed. Like they need points. It saves. And- I, mean, and I think I think and I, you know I know the, I know the ins
1: and outs of that team a little bit. You know I've been the general manager of that team, so I know I know how it works <laughs> over there. Cavendish winning stage thirty-five on Astana saves Vinokurov's skin. You know that's that the, the way they the way they can build the story in Kazakhstan. That's that's gold for him. That's like his life insurance policy. And so yeah, um, yeah I mean, I, I you know I, I think it's great. Um, the record might be broken, might be not. I mean, uh, but anyways, um, the fact that he wants to go for it. That's, I mean, let's let let's let's you know let's face it. You know he doesn't need the race anymore, right? He he doesn't, in my opinion, financially, he doesn't need to do another season. Uh, and, uh, the fact that he still likes to ride his bike so much and, and wants to go for it is is definitely a nice thing to see. And yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see what's, how he's going to do this. Um, he just announced Cavendish that he, uh, he will participate in the tour of Turkey, which is an eight day stage race um but he doesn't do this for for just for nothing you know he he does he wants to get back on uh, in the racing and he wants to go into the winter with some kind of good basic condition and so i think his participation our last minute in the tour of turkey is all part of the plan uh of, of working towards next year's tour de france
0: yeah he's essentially training for the tour next year's tour now and as you said, they could build a, a much better team next year than this year. But with, I see 19, it could be 19, could be 18 riders signed. They could get a lot, and, and this will take us into our next topic. They could get a lot of good riders from this Sudol Quickstep fallout. And then also other riders that maybe get locked out of contracts because other teams are signing riders from Sudol Quickstep or Jumbo. So a lot of good support on the market. You know, yeah, I don't know. I like it. I The moment he crashed the tour, I thought he's got to come back like he, this can't mm-hmm. be the way he goes out i kind of wonder when he made the decision you know i think didn't vinagroff come out that day and say that he would be happy to have cavendish back the next y- year yeah 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 that's, I, I, yeah that's
1: that's the conversation he had with him and uh and actually he Vinikarov also said it you know he said yeah we, we will have we'll be happy to have him on board next year also
0: I, it, yeah and i don't I don't generally support paying like near forty-year-old riders seven figures, but in Astana's situation, you do what you have to do. This is their best chance at winning Grand Tour stages next year, so go for it. Why not? Let's see how it works out. I'm excited. I'm I'm ready to go. Let's spice up those sprint stages, folks. You hear Lance talk about it all the time. He's a sweater, and he's not afraid to say it. That's why his go-to electrolyte mix is Element, spelled L-M-N-T. It is a thousand g- milligrams of sodium, two hundred milligrams of potassium, sixty milligrams of magnesium. No sugar, no gluten, no artificial ingredients, no BS. It's the real deal. And best of all, if you don't like it, you can give it to a friend and Element will refund you. The Move listeners can get a free Element sample pack with any order when you order at drinklmnt, spelled out with those letters, dot com slash the move. That's drinklmnt.com slash the move and you get that free gift with purchase. And this is how it works. You'll get the element sample pack, which includes one pack of every flavor, citrus, raspberry, orange, and unflavored. This is perfect for anyone who is interested in trying out all of the flavors, so you can see what you like and want to introduce it to a friend. It's available for new and returning customers and exclusively a bit available through partners like The Move. You won't find this anywhere else. And there's no questions asked about these refunds, not on any order. You don't even have to send it back. So to redeem this, make sure to go over to drinklmnt.com slash The Move and get your free gift with your purchase. Johan. To go to touch back, go back on our topic we talked about last week, Yumbo Abismas, it all quick step merging. I guess it was kind of more rumors last year since then. Patrick Lefebvre has come out and said they actually have a letter of intent signed sometime between the Tour de France and today to merge. So it seems like that's happening. I'd actually be mm-hmm. shocked if it doesn't happen at this point. Um, some, I guess, confusing details for me have, has, have come forward. I. We can probably assume that Yumbo's doing this because they need money, and Sudal Quickstep's doing this because they have sponsors, but they don't want to keep running this after Lefebvre steps down. And essentially, the CEO, the owner of Sudal Quickstep, the team, uh, Zendek Bakala, is that right? Is that his name? Zendek Bakala. Zendek Bakala. Is it? Zendek. Zendek. Just like I said, it <laughs> he's <laughs> he's sick sick of putting his own money in year after year and sees a chance to kind of become partial owner in a team that doesn't need bridge funding every year. Is that correct? And well, I heard they're only it, keeping what six riders from Citadel Quickstep. Uh,
1: you know the rumors are confusing. I, I you know since we last spoke, right? Um, there's some more details. I have some more intel in the meantime. Uh, it looks to me like uh, it's not a merger. It's a, It's a takeover. Basically what what Jumbo or Richard Pluge or the Jumbo Visma uh, you know company uh, license holder does is they're, they're taking on the assets. Um, so prob- most likely sud- Sudal. Um, Quick step. I'm not sure. Uh, what is for sure is that all of this has been out of the hands of Patrick Lefevre. This is Bacala. In my opinion, I'm not, I'm just making assumptions, yeah, but yeah. I, I, I think I'm not far off. This is Bacala who says, okay, you know, uh, this is an opportunity. I'm guessing, right? Uh, I would, For the last eight years, eight, nine years, uh, Denne Bakala has put a lot of money in into uh, the team of Patrick Lefebvre, Step, whatever it was called, the Koenig to I'm guessing somewhere between five and 10 million per year of his own money to stay competitive on the market. Um, and, uh, you know, all good things come to an end. Also, uh, this is, this is a guy who, um, came in with a lot of enthusiasm. Uh, you know, he built the Bacala Academy in Belgium. Um, took on, you know, he's ma- the, the majority shareholder of the team. And at some point he says, hey, you know what? Eight, uh, eight years, uh, 10 million, that's, that's 80 million. <laughs> that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. Yeah, and, I don't care how
0: rich you are. You want to look to exactly, stop spending that exactly, type of you money. Know? Yeah. And,
1: and so, so I think that together with the fact that there was unhappiness uh, of the Remco Evenepoel entourage, about the team. Uh, I think that kind of set everything in motion. And in my opinion, um, and, and you know, I have no confirmation of this, but in my opinion, this has happened completely over the head of Patrick Lefebvre. It's Bacala who sat down with the Jumbo Visma responsibles and said, okay, can we do something together? Uh, Sudal, as a sponsor, has, in my opinion, jumped on the opportunity. Um, obviously, also because you know, you know, if you look at the Quickstep team from before, uh, they were a dominator in their area, in their, in their area, right, in the classics. And they have not been for the last two, three years. So I think Sudal was probably also thinking something else. Now they see the opportunity to join with arguably the best team in the world. Uh, so all of those, th- those are business decisions right now. We need to see how this can work out within the cycling regulations. Um, so in the meantime, since last time we spoke we I've, I've seen more and more things happening. Riders were not happy. Uh, apparently a very small part of the team would go with Sudal. I mean, ultimately what, what Richard Plugger wants is Sudal. Right. And so, uh, at the moment, Visma has already, uh, announced that they want to go in for the long term. Uh, then there's been rumors about Amazon. I uh, don't know if that's Amazon Global or Amazon Benelux. We don't know. But, you know, it's it looks like there's now enough money to to, to fund the team, you know, like really fund the team really well. And then the question, now the question is, what's going to happen with Remco Evenapool? Because that's basically the central figure, right? Uh, I have different thoughts on that. You know, people say, "Okay, yeah, well, now Ram- oh, if if the license, uh, if the license of Sudak Quickstep uh, is, is is not valid anymore, then you normally, if, the, if if it would be a merge, then all the riders would be free if they want to." Now, the last rumors I've heard is that the license would still remain, and that Lefevre. Will try to keep going on with a smaller team, but still, he still has the World Tour license.
0: Um, so yeah, it, and it, it loses me. The, and we also should say one certain certainty is that Primoz Roglic is gone. He kind of yeah. he came out prompt, unprompted, just said, "Yeah, I'm leaving next year." Also, I'm going to go win this race. It's not a big deal. And I, it's the everything's pointing toward. Or uh, I'm not quite sure how they're affording them, but that is more money back into Yumbo in the form of the buyout, also they don't have to pay him. So sets Yumbo up well. I don't quite explain this October nineteenth deadline to me. So if if Yumbo acquires Sudal but not the license if they acquire the license on no, October nineteenth. They don't have to acquire the license. They just get the sponsor uh plus
1: Bacala is gonna step in with I don't know if maybe maybe more money. I mean I don't know. Um, you know, as I said, you know, this is this this has been a conversation of of uh billionaires who are either owning the team or behind the team. Um Bacala, and then this uh, last the last time I didn't remember his name, it's Robert von der Walla, who is you know a very wealthy individual who is also behind the whole. Jumbo Visma structure. These guys talk different languages, you know, it's 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 not it's not on the cycling level. It's this it is it's way 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 above that. And so uh in my opinion these guys found each other and, and now they're trying to figure out how, how to deal with all the details on the cy- on the pro cycling level. Um it's unexpected, right? Um now the question is also uh, well Roglic is gone obviously Vingegaard is stay, is is on the on the team uh Art is on the team they have they have still a very strong team the fact that they let Groblich go tells me that m- i have the impression that Remco Evenepoel is going to join this new team this yeah. how Soudal, does that work v- Visma Visma
0: Xodal, whatever it's yeah. called it, so if uh, Lefebvre still holds the license how do they get Remco? Do they have to buy him from? Well, Lefebvre? no, no, because because if Sudal leaves, LeFevre won't have the money to pay to pay Remco. <laughs> yeah, or anyone on the team, presumably, because he has no sponsor. Well, I mean,
1: I, normally I think Quickstep. Quick, I mean, this all of this is changing as we speak, you know, because there's always new information, but. I have not seen anywhere that Quickstep would make the the, the, the move to the to uh, to the Vizma Soudal team. So, Quickstep has been a very loyal sponsor to the favorite. Soudal not. Sudal just came from Lotto. They jumped ship, and they saw okay, this is not what we expected. Oh, we have an opportunity there. We jump ship again. That's yeah. my my takeaway. Um, now, the other question is. Uh and I think this is gonna be the determining factor of where Evanapool is gonna go is specialized. Specialized is a big sponsor. Uh Remco Evnipool does have a personal contract with Specialized. And so I personally think that Specialized is gonna move to the new team, that Cervelo is gonna have to move aside, and that Remco could go there. Um I have a few doubts still about it because you know, I, personally, I personally think from a sporting point of view, this is the move that he should make. Because, you know, his dad said that he, he, he needed a better environment. Uh, this is definitely the best environment you can have right now. This is, you know, the, the, the benchmark, J- Jimbo Visma, or now maybe Visma Sudal, um, And Roglic is gone. You know so he would have an amazing amount of opportunities for the Tour de France. I personally think and if 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 remco is 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 realistic, uh, he's still not ready to compete with Vingegaard and Pogacar in the tour, but he would have all the other races available with the strongest team possible and with the best setup and logistics and science around him uh that would be a logical choice, in my opinion. Now, if you look at the, I mean, and, and here I'm just, I may be, you know, just overstepping boundaries because I don't know really, but from what I can see is that Remco is, is a leader. Uh, he's, you know, it, he wants to be the sole leader. And from that point of view, it's difficult for me to imagine that he goes to Jumbo Visma because he has to share leadership with Vingegaard. For the And on top of that, in Belgium, he has to share the stage with Walt Van Aert. That's also a big thing. You know, Belgium is a cycling mad country. And it's, you know, already now it's Walt and Remco. Walt and Remco, you know. And now all of a sudden, they they would be in the same team. So that's a bit uh, difficult. From that point of view, I would see Ineos as also a possibility. Uh, The question is, what's happening with Specialized? Uh, that's, you know, Ineos would also be a great environment for him. I think he would be more or less, you know, not, I mean, the, the only leader or the, the biggest leader for the ground tours. Um, but you know, I, I, I don't know. I really don't know for the moment. The information I have is that Remco goes to, uh, Visma Sudal. That's, <laughs> I'm going to call it this way because the Amazon, thing is not confirmed, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it sounds all crazy, but it looks like that's, what's going to happen.
0: I, I, I hear what you're saying. It's all logical. I think he's going to Ineos. I mean, it feels like it's difficult for Remco and Wout to be on the same national team, like two days a year. I cannot imagine <laughs> those guys, even at the tour, like, let's say he wants to chase stages and he's got to like, he's got Wout out. Uh, just see, it seems like that's a disaster. I have to believe Ineos has a plan here. I mean, they don't have very many riders in their contract for next year. They do have a lot of money. Garrett Thomas claims the purse strings are a little tighter than they were back in Team Sky days, but they do have a lot of money still. The last time I checked, uh, plastics and biochemicals are a are, are good business to be in, so I think <laughs> they're fine. And I... I have to imagine that he wants to be the sole leader of a team. Just, just judging off of makes everything sense. I've ever makes seen sense. from him, makes sense. So yeah. I, I think I think October nineteenth. He's at Ineos. Um, the, Why do you say that, October nineteenth? Uh,
1: is that you know, is that
0: fr- the, the the date of the UCI when they have to f- f- uh, given their registration? Yeah, there's some trigger that day yeah, where you have to register as a team with the UCI, and then anyone not on your roster is free to sign with. Basically, your contract becomes void. Like, let's say QuickStep doesn't, and I, and I don't, I don't have a great grasp on this. I'm not sure anyone in the world does. But if QuickStep ceases to exist, basically, he's then free to go to whatever team he wants to go to. That's the way I understand it. Um, it gets complicated with. I don't understand what happens if Visma, Yumbo Visma acquires the QuickStep license. What happens that's, then? That's, in- not, that's not that's not happening. Then i think I also,
1: initially 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 i also you know one of my one of my ideas was that um so sudal moves to moves to jumbo uh, and the license of Bacala basically because it's 80 percent Bacala, 20 yeah. percent the license becomes available and would be up for sale you know, for for example, for Israel or for uh, Unix. Now uh, I found out now that that's impossible. Um, the UCI rules say that the license cannot be transferred or sold in the first two years, so it would only be possible after two thousand twenty-four. So, if Sudal Quickstep ceases to exist, there's not going to be another new world tour team it's going to be 17 world tour teams this is all also part of the whole politics behind the scenes you know like uh, we all know lapartia is french aso is in charge of world cycling you know even if the uci is the governing body <laughs> and aso wants less world tour teams because then they are able to give more invitations you know uh yeah. 17 is- teams them would, would be better and 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 so the uci changed their rules like late i mean recently um the last time the last time uh i don't know how many years ago but three four years ago there was a license um there was a license i think it was bmc that then turned into ccc and that license got sold to intermarche yeah Uh, israel bought the katusha license Mm -hmm. now all of a sudden it's
0: not possible anymore And it's clever the way they've done it. So it's a three-year-long license. You can only sell it after two years. So it's essentially worthless by the time you sell it because there's only 12 months left on it. Exactly. Um, And they put out a kind of a weird press release yesterday. Did you read this? Basically saying, uh, quick step, you have to pay your riders and staff. You can't not pay them even if the team ceases to exist. And there's only going to be 17 teams next year. No one can buy this license. I think there's I think there's a little distinction to be made there. Um,
1: you know, you have to pay your riders, that's true. Uh, if the team ceases to exist, the UCI has no power anymore over them at all. The UCI rules are void. Then it becomes a business. well, they put a, a business weird, point some of weird view and then and then it's become, and then it's becoming like, okay, they, you still have to pay the riders, but then it becomes you know a, a civil. Uh, like uh, how do you say that in, in, in an ordinary court, right? Not in the, not in the UCI court, not in the TAS, not in you know not in the sports regulations, and that's where I fear a little bit that these guy like a guy like Bacala, for example, if the team ceases to exist, he's in my opinion they're still going to make an effort, but some people may you know be left behind. Normally. Normally, what would happen? I know that some riders are already some riders now on Quick Quickstep are looking for other teams, right? And so, normally, what would happen is, let's say you have one rider uh, who, uh, who has a, who signed a contract for, let's say, five hundred thousand euros. It's it's it, you know normally it's that's a good rider, an interesting rider, and other teams may be interested. For example, Ineos. For example, Alpecin uh for example lotto yeah, so they have because these, these teams have still places available of course these teams are not stupid you know like if you look at alpacin if alpacin the koenig they have right now um let me see for next year they have 17 riders only these guys are in the waiting room let me
0: tell you. Well, and that tells <laughs> us they, they've known that this in Lefebvre's sure. kind of unprompted tell-all column, told us that this was happening back for at sure. the tour. So these teams. For sure. So,
1: so coming back on, for example, Ryder X, who has a signed deal of the, a new contract of two years with Sudal Quickstep, uh, 500,000, these guys may say, "Hey, we want this guy, but we're only going to pay him 250, because they know that Sudal Quickstep needs to come up with the rest of the other 250, you know, so for the rider, it would remain the same, the amount, but teams that are in the waiting room are looking for opportunities right now. And that's Alpesin, that's Ineos, mainly those two, those two teams, because it's shocking to see that they only have announced so 17 and and, in Ineos, I think 16 or 15 riders
0: yeah definitely and what's happened also the uci put some weird language in there basically yumbo or visma whoever you are you you they're like we we have the right to review your license at any moment and if anything basically if contracts go unpaid on the team that you took over you're gonna pay for it no that's i don't think they would actually do it but no they
1: they can't do that uh it's if you look at the way it, the way it, Jumbo or you know Plugge, who's the license holder, he's just sitting and saying, okay, bring me the money. Uh, he's not he's not doing anything wrong. He, remain, he he let Roglic go. He keeps all the riders that he's on the team, and he gets maybe two or three other riders. He's not doing. I mean, he's just sitting there and and waiting until until the assets come in. The responsible's for the the riders that may not be a professional cyclist next year is Bacala and lefevre they are responsible for that
0: and will they Jumbo be part has, owners of the new team though
1: well no, pff, no because i think i think i mean initially i had seen something somewhere that patrick lefevre would be offered a role on the board of directors to me that sounds now it looks like less and less likely also and Bacala, He doesn't need to be anywhere, you know. He just (laughs) he just wants to get he just wants to not pay. uh, You know those. those, those.
0: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) please make me stop paying hundreds of millions of dollars on this team. (laughs) I will do whatever it takes. Um, But and also, Lefebvre kind of going out there and saying he's going to build his own team now would suggest he's not on the board because that would be very weird behavior if he was. I I think I think
1: I think Patrick Lefebvre is with his back against the wall. It's out of his control. I know for a fact that, you know, w- w- whether you like him or not, Patrick Lefebvre, I know for a fact that with his team and with his staff, the guy goes to war for them, and he will try to find a solution mm-hmm. for everybody, especially for the staff. Uh, so the only possibility actually may be, go on with the remaining sponsors. They still have a lot of sponsors. If Sudal leaves, he still has quick step. you know) he, pfft, maybe maybe specialized has to stay i mean it's not like if they want to leave they can leave um and so he may still uh he, i mean i've seen today for example that the women's team remains untouched you know they, they have a development team which is a continental team uh that probably will go on also and he may keep his license i mean he's still i mean he's one of the one of the one of the things into the negotiation may, see that, may say that Bacala says, okay, you know, you, you get the license 100%. And, and even if he has a less, lesser budget, he can still remain in the world tour with the actual riders he's, he has that don't make the move. And, you know, just at least make sure that for the next two years, everybody's safe and everybody's paid, you know. I think that's, that's definitely on the favor's mind.
0: That's interesting and quite different from what we thought last week that's less of a merger and more jumbo saying we're going to take sudal as a sponsor it's not a merger it is not a merger
1: it's it it's not a merger it's basically you know a takeover or you know whatever uh jumbo uh just getting you know okay this sponsor wants to come you guys figure it out You can come with us, but figure everything else out. You know,
0: (laughs) yeah, yeah. So pretend. It is also strange that Lefebvre said you'll have more clarity on Monday, and then Monday came around, and we got no more clarity. That makes me wonder if this is slightly more complicated than uh, originally thought. And it also also is also for
1: example one of one of the things which was was telling also uh, was um, Ilan van Wilder won the race in 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 Italy yesterday. Trevali Valmese, yeah. And after the race. He said, you know, this is, you know, in honor of all the riders, you know, it's a sign that we are here. We don't agree with all this shit, literally. That's what he said. And, you know, we want to keep going as the wolf pack. So, you know, I think it's telling also that a guy like him. Uh, well, I know one one guy who's definitely n- not going to
0: go to the new team. It's, 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 it's <laughs> I, know, I know. I was <laughs> thinking that, and that's oddly that's someone they would want. I'd assume. I mean, an incredibly talented young rider probably would fit well at Yumbo, but clearly he's not going after that. Yeah. And th- I did think that was telling. It showed us this is really contentious. This is more yeah. of a takeover than a merger. And also, and- Alaphilippe. Philippe
1: says, "Hey, we you know we don't know anything. It's sad. It's anno- It's annoying. It's disturbing. Uh,
0: so you know." The, the, writers by the way, I'm are available the total energies. Call my agent. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> and nothing when so, like nothing can get done until this is resolved. Because as you said, Alpicen, Astana, Enios, they're all just sitting around waiting. No one wants to be the first to move because think of like if you're little Trek, you did all your homework, your homework's done Monday morning, you go to school. Oh, oops. We open to open, uh, open notes test. You shouldn't have done your homework because now you've signed all these riders. You signed Teo Gegenhardt, you didn't know Rimko Evonopol and Primus Rog, which would be available. All the teams that actually signed riders in time are in trouble now, and now it feels like no one wants to sign anyone because they want to see what happens before they do anything. Yeah, like when do you think this is resolved? <sighs> I don't know. I mean, um.
1: I personally think, I mean, I think the biggest, I mean, I don't know what the ins and outs of the contracts are, but to me, it's really shocking that a sponsor like Sudal, they have a deal with Lefebvre until 2027, that they can say all of a sudden, hey, we're out of here, we're jumping ship to Jumbo, you know, that's, that's disturbing. Um, But obviously, if they're, if they're talking about it, and if there's a letter of intent, it's because it's doable otherwise they wouldn't they wouldn't
0: consider it and it's i guess the person to sue would be bacala right cuz he's the majority owner he's the aggrieved party i guess because it's mm-hmm. his sponsor it's also just, it's disturbing in two ways it's disturbing they're just leaving and the team could probably die or will die it's also disturbing that the best team in the world a dutch team has to poach like a Belgian cock maker, right? Like it's not, this is not like a, this is not a, like the, uh, these F1 teams have like Microsoft and Oracle as sponsors and then Yumbo is poaching Sudal. That's not yeah. a great sign. It's
1: really not a good sign at all. Um, it's, yeah, it's worrying. It's worrying that this team, um, yeah, has to go and, and consider this this avenue, you know, because, uh, you would think that, you know, that sponsors would be in line to, to sponsor the best team in the world because they've proven now that if, you know, it's guaranteed success, guaranteed publicity, guaranteed return, but yet, and and you know what, I mean, they're not doing this for fun because this is super complicated. It's it's a headache. You know, it's not like, okay, we're signing a new, a new sponsor. This is a headache. It's, it's,
0: you know. So, and it could ruin the team. I mean, what if Primus leaves? Remco comes in and doesn't mesh. There's some backroom changes, and it's never as good as it was. I mean, that, yeah. that tends to happen, right? Then that when well, you guys merge teams, it was never quite the, as the, good.
1: Normally, the the, the 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 new people that come in are, are not are not used to the dynamics and the culture of the of the of the team. You didn't you didn't form them. You didn't build them, right? R- Roglic, yeah. for example, is is with them from the very beginning. You know, he has been eight years on the team, Roglic. Uh, you know, if, if a guy like Remko comes in, he already comes with his, you know, his personality, his habits, you know, I, I still think that it would be a, a very good move for him, for from for his career, but it's not gonna be easy because, you know, you come into a different environment and you have to adapt to, because one thing is for sure, Spencer, Plugger is not going to change his strategy and not going to change his philosophy. You know, anybody who comes there has to adapt to their rules, right? And it's, it's still to be seen how that's possible for certain people.
0: Well, Johan, this, is, this move plus is in danger of turning into a full on the move. So we should probably uh, get <laughs> out of here. But do you have anything well, else to add before we let's take keep, off? Let's
1: keep, let's keep some room because as it's changing by the day, we may be back in two days with another move yeah. plus.
0: Yeah, no, it is getting more, It feel, I thought we'd get more clarity and it feels like it's getting more confusing the more time that goes on. So yeah. I think we will be yeah. checking back in a few days and thanks for joining us. And I hope everyone enjoyed listening and we'll, we'll probably be back before too long. Okay. Thanks. All right. Bye. Bye.